Welcome to Manifest the Big Stuff. Before we get into today's episode, which is how to engage with your reality to create maximum success and fulfillment, I want to make sure that you take a moment to join my Facebook manifesting group. The link is in the description of this video or audio podcast, wherever you're watching it or listening to it. But if you want to look up the group on Facebook, it's called Manifest the Big Stuff with Greg Kuhn, Creating Our Realities Together. Each month, I share exclusive content with my manifesting group, new ideas, tips, techniques, and success stories that are available nowhere else. I'd love to have you join us. Please do it today. And now, speaking of today, well, first of all, hello to my live audience. Although they're not appearing in the episode, we're going to discuss it together after I'm done taping it for you. If you'd like to join us next month, simply go to my website, manifestthebigstuff.com, and click the community tab in my website's navigation bar, and you'll go to a form where you can sign up. I'd love to see your face and talk with you next month. Today, we're talking about successfully engaging with your reality. Each moment gives you an opportunity to perform, and making the most of that opportunity is what today's episode is all about. Intentionally engaging with reality so that your experiences can be more successful is all about learning, growing, and changing. And all that starts with leaning into your energy transfer system, which is something we'll get into momentarily. The best way to engage with reality is to take advantage of your wonderful capacity as an energy transfer system to use your feelings as information to learn, grow, and change. By incorporating what you learned today in this episode, you can make virtually any way that you engage with reality more effective. Let's start with an experiment to help you get in touch with your energy transfer system. Your body ingests reality through your senses and it transforms reality into feelings. Your body turns reality into feelings as a service to you so that you can use your feelings as precise and accurate feedback to guide your learning, growth, and change. Feelings are messages. They are information. Feelings are feedback from reality. And they are the most helpful feedback available to you because they always help you identify trouble spots and solutions. Painful feelings tell you that some of your beliefs 
may be incapable of manifesting a version of reality that you desire. And two episodes ago, we covered how to grow those incapable beliefs into alignment with your desires. That episode is called How to Manifest Better Versions of Your Reality by Growing Your Beliefs. And painful feelings tell you that some of your engagement with reality is inadequate to create the experiences you desire. Let's start our coverage of this important manifesting topic by getting in touch with your energy transfer system. Okay, let's do this together. To tune into your body's energy transfer system, I want you to join me in becoming more objectively aware of both your reality and your feelings. You can still do this if you're driving your car, but be extra careful to keep your awareness on the road. First, breathe in deeply and then exhale completely. Focus as completely as possible on your slow, steady, deep breathing. And while breathing, carefully and thoughtfully look around you without judgment. What do you notice? What do you see, hear, smell, remember, and feel? Ingest your reality without judging it. Take it all in. The things that currently surround you as well as what's in your mind. Notice your body, your physical form, as well as other people, places, and things. Take note of the good, the bad, the ugly, and the beautiful. Don't judge your reality. And don't judge your feelings about it either. But do take note of them. Take note of how your reality makes you feel. And specifically about certain parts of your reality, notice what painful feelings arise. And then pick one painful feeling that you noticed arising from some part of your reality. Before we talk about what to do with that painful feeling, let's address the question of when you need to be more intentional about engaging with reality. And the answer to that is, of course, when your reality is painful. And when that part of your reality is important enough to you that you're willing to do something about it. There are definitely red light warning signals that this is happening. I don't know if the painful feeling you chose during that exercise is related to anything like this, but I've noticed 
One major way that I am alerted to inadequate engagement is manifesting the thing that I desired, but not experiencing the success and fulfillment I wanted from it. Think of a lonely married person or an unsatisfied rich person here. You got what you wanted, but it didn't change you the way you wanted. Inadequate engagement will have you thinking you must have acquired the wrong version of that thing, sending you off on the hunt once again for the right version. Other indicators that I've noticed of inadequate engagement include pretending I'm giving up on an important dream or desire because I just can't seem to make it happen. Continually being misunderstood by important people in my life. Trying to convince myself that I'm okay with not having something that's really important to me. And getting angry simply because reality throws me an unexpected curveball. And there is one experience that never fails to identify inadequate engagement, being unfulfilled. In fact, if you want a one-second shortcut to successfully engaging with reality, never be satisfied with being unfulfilled. Now, let's take that painful feeling that you selected during our experiment and put intentional engagement into action. Focusing on your fulfillment turns any way that you're engaging with reality into a learn, grow, and change exercise. To put it simply, when you're fulfilled, your engagement with reality is sufficient. So fulfillment should always be your aiming point, even above performance and achievement. Fortunately, fulfillment isn't dependent on your level of performance, nor even on achieving something. In fact, thinking back to that lonely married person or the miserable rich person, achieving things definitely doesn't deserve to be your aiming point for fulfillment. Rather, Seek fulfillment through one simple focus, by giving your best effort, by doing everything within your power, with a commitment to sharpen and grow your effort based on the feedback you get from your reality in the form of your feelings about it. So how do you use those feelings to do this? It's actually simple. I'll show you an example of it. First, it's helpful to think of painful feelings as the shadows of inadequate engagement. Each bad feeling is a breadcrumb trail leading you back to engagement that's not effective enough. And all you have to do to follow that trail is feel and process your feelings. 
Let me demonstrate how I do that, how I use my feelings to learn, grow, and change. What was a painful feeling that came up during our experiment? For me, I noticed that one part of my reality makes me feel ugly right now, my body. My body feels physically unfit right now, especially around my middle. I'm not judging my body. I'm simply acknowledging that I don't particularly like my body right now. It's not particularly pleasing. And this part of my reality makes me feel ugly and dissatisfied. That's the feeling feedback from my reality. Now, I would have solidified that feedback by not only feeling the ugliness and dissatisfaction, but by processing those feelings as well by using physical exercise to work through them and let them run their course. For me, that involves going on runs. After processing them, here's how I would use those feelings. Assuming, of course, that this part of my reality is important enough to me that I'm willing to do something to change it. I felt the ugliness and the dissatisfaction and I process those feelings. Now I can best learn what are they telling me? And I do that by asking myself a question. What must I believe about me, my body, and my life to feel this way? And my answer would be, to me, without judging, it must not be okay to be this unfit. I must have higher standards for my body's physical form to feel this way about it. Now, that's a very logical answer, correct? And it leads me to a second question that I ask myself. What would my body look and feel like for me to be as fit as I truly desire? Once again, no judgment, just a question. And my answer might be, my body would feel tighter around my midsection and my midsection would have less jiggle. Okay, once again, just a very logical response without judgment. And that leads me to my third question that I ask myself. What could I do to create the best possibilities that my middle feels tighter and has less jiggle? Now, before I answer this, I'm acknowledging there are no guarantees, right? I'm asking, what could I do to produce the highest potential for that experience? And my answer might be, I could stop eating after 8 p.m. That's reasonable. I could eat less processed snack food. I don't ever need to eat potato chips. And I could exercise. 
with better form or more frequently. Now, once again, logical responses. We have definitely arrived at a high quality solution here. Once again, there won't be any guarantees, but that solution, those three things that I could do, it really does offer the best potential for me to have the experiences with my body that I desire. Certainly a solution offering far more opportunity than the ones I was conjuring while I was beating myself up before I felt and processed those feelings. Then the next move is even simpler. And that is to truly follow through on that solution. To do those things to the best of my ability, not perfectly, but whether or not anyone else would ever find out if I didn't do them. Doing them as thoroughly as possible for me alone. And if I'm not willing to follow through on them to the best of my ability, I have to either start figuring out how to authentically care much, much less about this issue, or I have to start following through. Those are the only two choices. And when it comes to the big stuff, you already know this, things like your health, wealth, love, relationships, things like that. Good luck trying to care less about it. It's next to impossible to care much, much less about important things like that. And I want to take a moment to acknowledge why striving for fulfillment through giving your best effort leads to such powerful learning, growing, and changing. And it has to do with systems theory. When you change a system, you also change its environment. You are a system. When you learn, grow, and change, your reality changes too. Of course, there are times you can and should focus on changing your environment. Sometimes you need to protect yourself from harm or danger, for example. Do that as you need to. But even under those type of circumstances, always start changing yourself as soon as you're able. And for two primary reasons. Number one, you are always in control of your effort. Challenging circumstances can make things more difficult for you, but they can't stop you from giving your best effort. And number two, when you grow, learn, and change, you get to be the source of your reality's change. Striving for fulfillment by giving your best effort will always help you prioritize changing yourself as a way to change your reality. In fact, focusing on fulfillment can make learning, growing, and changing 
into your lifestyle. To the best of my ability, each day, it's my lifestyle. It certainly doesn't always guarantee the exact experiences I desire, but it reliably produces two wonderful outcomes. First, I manifest the best version of reality currently possible for me in that moment. And number two, my efforts, my ongoing learning, growing, and changing are guided by the most accurate feedback possible, my feelings. I did use the word performance a few times today to describe what you and I get to do, the opportunity we get in each moment. Each moment is a stage, a stage upon which you get to act. Now, you have a number of choices on this stage. You can act like the person they expect you to be. You can act like the person you expect you to be. Well, you can combine those two. The way to give the best performances, though, is to go beyond simply acting and lean into authenticity by, you guessed it, giving your best effort. You are on stage in this moment. Whether you asked for it or not, whether you want it or not, this is your opportunity. An opportunity given to you with no strings attached, of course, meaning you don't have to take advantage of it. But why not take advantage of it? While this opportunity won't be your last one, you've undoubtedly got many, many more ahead. This is your only access to this opportunity, which makes each one more valuable than gold, especially when taking advantage of it merely requires giving your best effort. I want to thank you so much for joining us today and giving me an opportunity to be of value to you. Please make sure that you sign up for my Facebook manifesting group today. And also, please join us for our next live vodcast of Manifest the Big Stuff. Register by clicking community on the navigation bar at manifestthebigstuff.com. Until we're together again, I hope you make the most of your time. And I... We'll do likewise.